Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. But right now, right out of the gates, all I've been reading and watching and listening to all day has been talk up there in Indianapolis at the NFL Combine. We will hear from Sean Payton and Darius Geis a little bit later in the show. But right now, we head up to Indy to talk to my guy, Emery Hunt, footballgameplan.com. Joining us from Indianapolis to talk a little bit about the NFL Combine. Emery, what's going on, man? What's going on, Chris, man? Appreciate you having me on. Absolutely. So I guess set the stage for us. What's it like up there in Indy right now? I know the running backs have been meeting with the media this afternoon and talking to a lot of different media members and all that. What uh, This thing seems to get bigger and bigger every year, doesn't it? Oh, my God. Like Now it's in the convention center where it's, you walk a mile from one end of the media center to the opposite end, to the, to the other side, where you have your, your computers and laptops and stuff set up. So it's been a hike. I've gotten my steps in. So I'm working off the meals that I've been eating uh, at night here out here in Indy, but it's definitely getting bigger year after year. So uh, help us out. Any anything from a Saints or an LSU angle going on today? I know Darius Guy spoke with the media and uh, uh, some good sound bites from him. I know Sean Payton. A lot of the attention has been on you know Drew Brees. Are they going to get that contract done this week in Indianapolis? And I know Sean Payton even intimated, yeah, it might happen tomorrow night at a steakhouse. We may just get this thing done. But uh, <laughs> anything uh, anything Saints or uh, or LSU related you've you've seen so far? Well, the Darius Geis angle is an interesting one. I thought he gave some phenomenal answers out there on the podium. Uh, he was candid. He was expressive. And you like to see guys being upfront and honest you know, with the media as far as answering questions and not giving you canned, you know, standard answers. He, he, he really had some thoughtful, enlightenful stuff. He told the media, like, hey, I, I'll let you guys tell me what I'm, my strengths are, what my weaknesses are. Um, he thought he said he runs a lot like a lot of different backs in the league. Marshawn Lynch was one of them. So he he was real candid about his game. I think he's also wanting to show that he can catch the football. And a lot of times it's not about that he can't catch the ball. It's just what he wasn't asked to do so at LSU. So he can't wait to get out here when they run the drills and, and showcase his hands. Yeah, and I wonder how much Leonard Fournette, being as productive as he was his rookie year, you know, the guy behind him, I mean, I think most people remember, uh, there were discussions that, Darius Geis may be even better than Leonard Fournette at LSU, so um, I wonder how much that helps him going into the draft process. Of course, being able to go out there and, and show off his speed, should run a really good 40, and like you said, being able to show that versatility, catching balls out of the backfield, which obviously LSU just kind of underutilized him there, but uh, I got to think, I mean, he's he's going to go in the first round. Where do you think he's projected right now? Honestly, I would say he's probably projected some toward the, the, let's say, 16 through 32, sort of back half of the first round. So you look at teams that are in play, they're Seattle Seahawks. You know, you mentioned Marshawn Lynch. That's when he was thriving with Seattle. Maybe the Oakland Raiders could look at a possible tailback. So I think those are some teams on the back half of uh, the first round that, that would be ideal fits for a guy like Darius Geis. I think my favorite part of, of guys speaking with the media, one of the media members said, Seems like you'd be a perfect fit in the AFC North. And he said, yeah, i got to be honest, I don't even know what teams are in that division. <laughs> See what I'm saying? That's, that's the candid answers that you get. Um, and I like that. It, it shows that, you know, he's just being honest, he's being real, and it's being authentic. 
Yeah, and the best thing about Geis is he always has a smile on his face, always a happy-go-lucky guy, and I think that helps. I mean, I think personality is as much of the evaluation in this draft process in, in Indianapolis, rather than the combine process, as the measurables. I mean, okay, you got this this uh, arm length, and you ran the, the shuttle drill this fast, but... You know, if you got a personality and you show, you could show those leadership qualities. That's what a lot of teams are looking for, too. Especially when you have a personality like Geis, you just described as happy-go-lucky. When you're happy-go-lucky and and nothing seems to phase you, that's the type of people that other people want to be around. And also, you're not going to sweat the small stuff. And when you're down in games, because because you will be down, you will have your uh, trials and tribulations. You know that the, the brighter day is coming. You know the next play could be the best play. So that type of guy with that type of personality is the one that you really want on your team because he's going to keep everybody grounded, keep him loose, keep him happy, and then he's going to go out there and perform. So it shows you that he does take the game seriously, which is also important. Well, I'm always down for a Kyle Turley who will rip somebody's helmet off and throw it into the stands too. I mean, I'll take that any day as well. Talking Wait, with it's funny you say that as the Jets guy just walk. Right <laughs> <laughs> We're talking with Emory Hud, footballgameplay.com is the website. I know you caught up with uh, John Dorsey, the GM of the Browns this morning. He had some interesting thoughts, uh, including saying, you know, look, they're not open to, they're, they're not, um, you know, they're not close minded to trading back or trading down or whatever they need to do. What do you make of the Browns' approach here, having basically two fo- top five picks in this draft? I like the approach that they're taking because a lot of people want to focus the attention on, oh, the previous regime regime didn't take XYZ quarterback. Well, they also did take Deshaun Kaiser, who played tough football throughout the course of his rookie year, had ups and downs, but was getting better each and every week, like John Dorsey pointed out. So in comes the new GM, and he's like, hey, we have a young quarterback. Um, I actually had him in when I was in Kansas City. Todd Haley had him in when he was in Pittsburgh. Both guys now in Cleveland. So that's why you kind of say, okay, maybe they may not take a quarterback. When I was talking to him about the running back position, he kind of perked up. I was like, hey, what about a guy that can really score from anywhere on the field? He's like, kind of smirked. He's like, that's the kind of guy you want on your team. Obviously, we're talking about a Saquon Barkley or Darius Geis. So he's not opposed to taking that guy early. And if he does, with all these quarterbacks that people would want, that puts the number four pick in play to where it could be like boardwalk and park place as far as, you know, the value. <laughs> or they could take another guy that can help their team right away and continue to build around a young, improving quarterback to the show Kaiser. Yeah, you mentioned Kaiser, and I think a lot of people don't really, uh, or a lot of people have immediately counted him out, and they assume, okay, well, the Browns have two top four picks. They're going to take a quarterback with one of those, and they very well still could. But uh, have you heard anything? I mean, there was, there was talks a couple weeks ago on, um, AJ McCarron in Cincinnati, and you know, maybe Cleveland could be interested in trade for him. How likely is it the Browns maybe go a free agency route or a trade route in, instead of taking a quarterback at one or four? I think they may. I think it's probably more likely that they sign a veteran free agent and cut loose one of the younger guys on the team that they have, maybe a Cody Kessler or maybe a Kevin Hogan. Um, but I. Do believe based off what I've heard today, and based off what I've seen them say throughout the course of John Dorsey getting there uh, when he first got hired, he talked about Sean Kaiser and how he thought he was a very good player when he was at Kansas City. Actually, brought him in for one of the visits. I think they may ride with Kaiser because, if we're being honest, they have three veteran quarterbacks on the team already. You have Kaiser, you have Hogan, you have uh, Kessler. All three guys have played games in the league, so technically they are veterans. Um, I think well. What will happen um, 
is that they're going to try to make the team the best possible team around whomever's going to be that guy, whether it's Kaiser this year. And if he can't show improvement like Dolph did in year two, like Matt Stafford did in year two, like Aikman did in year two, like Peyton Manning did in year two, then they're going to go back and say, okay, we're going to go and find a quarterback. Because when you look at the team now, it's in a better position for a guy to step in right away and win. Talking with Emory Hunt, footballgameplan.com. So, uh, Emory, from a Saints standpoint, uh, we know the Saints have a first-round pick. They pick at 27 overall. They have no second-round pick because they gave it up for Alvin Kamara last year. And then in the third round, they'll be picking on, on the back end of that third round. Uh, in terms of immediate needs, I mean, the Saints don't really have one. I mean, would they like to have another edge rusher? Sure. Would they like to upgrade the tight end position? Sure. But, like, in terms of an immediate need, they really don't have to reach for anything there in the first round. Uh, if you had to guess right now, I mean, what do you think Sean Payton and his folks are thinking up there in terms of where they go in the first round? I think the and you hit the nail on the head. They they don't have any needs or any glaring needs, so they can really say, okay, we're going to take the best player available, quote unquote. But I do think they need a deep threat, and I think if he's there at twenty seven, a guy like Christian Kirk, Texas A and M would be the perfect complement to what the Saints already have Michael Thomas, but they also have Brent Coleman and take in. Kirk is the guy that reminds me so much of Odell Beckham Jr. and what he can do from a short pass or, or deep down the field. He's that guy that can that can really change the game in an instant. I think that type of game breaker to go along with the Alvin Kamara and uh the Michael Thomas and those players already on offense the uh the Ingrams, having a Kirk there I think really opens up this offense completely. What about on uh, uh, back to some of the LSU guys on Monday? Dante Jackson is going to run at the combine. A lot of people think, you know, track backfield, uh, or, or rather, um, in his background, is he going to break four three on Monday? Dante Jackson? I think so because he's also <laughs> one seventy five. So yeah. he got all that going on for him. He's he's light as a flea. He can fly. So I think he's going to get like at least four three, or maybe crack that four two eight number. But um, and I said this before, I tweeted this out, I wanted to make sure I worded it perfectly so that people can, can understand the, the, the point. His speed and the fact that because he's so fast, so quick, so explosive, he is always on his, his guy, always on his man. And if he can catch the ball or learn how to catch the ball, then he would lead the league in picks. So I compared his speed and explosiveness and his ability to stick man-to-man, whether it's on the outside or in the slot, to Daryl Green. Daryl Green had that type of burst to where he was able to pick off slants. Dante Jackson drops far too many interceptions. He can just stay in front of the judge machine, lives there, and catches half of the passes, the picks he drops. Oh, my goodness. But from a speed, explosive, and matchup standpoint, he's one that, that to me, is a first-round talent. Yeah, he 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 had at least six or seven this year that he let go. I mean, he, LSU might have won one or two more games this year if he hangs on to some of those footballs uh, out there on the field. Uh, one other guy for you, Emery, uh, on Sunday, Arden Key be out there with the edge rushers. Uh, obviously, a lot of question marks with him. Uh, you know, if this were a year ago, he'd be a first rounder, no doubt. But obviously, the the off season question marks. He came when, when he rejoined the team. He was out of shape. And now, to his credit, he was able to work himself back into shape over the course of the season and have some very productive games. But where are you in Arden Key in this draft? See, that you mentioned all, all of where I am on Arden Key. Which one are you going to get? Are you going to get the one from his freshman and <laughs> sophomore year or to get the one from this past season that was 265? Because like, right. those are two different players. If you get the one that, that was there 
uh, his freshman and sophomore year when he had the, the quote, burst and the, the explosiveness off the edge, that's the key you want because he had the relentlessness. He was going to be the next top pass rusher. But the one we saw this year, he just looked like a basic defensive end. So I'm interested to see how he measures out uh, here and how he runs and how he moves through the bag drills. Because if he can get back down about 245, maybe 235, something like that, and be a rush in or weak side defensive end in a 3-4 defense, um, I think he can he can be that edge rusher. But we got to wait and see which key shows up here in Indy. Uh, what I love about your website, Emory, is you, you keep track of everybody at all levels of college football. Give me a name nobody's talking about, maybe a small school guy that you think is going to come to the Combine and light it up this weekend. Keep an eye on Fordham's tailback, Chase Evans, the running back. This is a guy that I've seen a lot of. I'm out here in New York City. I've actually broadcasted three or four uh, Fordham games, and I've seen him since his freshman year, so I've watched him grow as a player. Had he not been had, you know, saddled with nagging injuries this year for the first time in his career, those ankle injuries, um, he would have broken the FCS and FBS rushing record this season. So he's fully healthy. I think he's going to run a, a solid 40, but he's going to showcase himself uh, very well in the three cone, the shuttle, and also catching the ball. He's a dynamic player, and I'm excited to see him get out here and compete. There you go, Chase Edmonds. That's the type of guy the Saints will like sign late, and then like he'll end up being a stud in training camp or something. It's just, it, it always happens that way. He is Embry Hutt. You can follow him on Twitter, FBall Game Plan. Of course, the website is footballgameplan.com. Emery, thanks so much for jumping on with us, man. We appreciate it. Thanks, Chris. I appreciate it. All right, man, and uh, keep that 504 number alive. I love it. I love keeping the, the New Orleans phone number there. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.